Welcome to Boomers with Beverages. I have my beverage, do you? You're going to have fun today. This is a good one. We don't have a special guest. You get Pete, Artie, and Jim for free! Wow. That's it? Free? We're free? We're free. We cost nothing? We cost absolutely nothing. I have no idea. And can we uh, can we look? I know I realize the orchestra that we have playing the theme song is Union, but can we get them to play a little bit longer? Because they sure as hell abandoned you. I, I had nothing to do with it. I understand that. We got to get the orchestra to play a little bit longer, but yeah. that'll be okay. But again, James Earl Widgery, a fantastic intro. We really appreciate. Well, thank that. you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you I, will die. I will, I will say this. I, I I've known Artie for how long have we known each other? Seventy nine years. Okay, thank at you, least. Matt. Yes. So I am always amazed, and I love being in your presence because I I absolutely love your voice. Oh, thank you. I mean, I I, I really do. He's, thank you. And, he, and he's great off the cuff. Uh, it's he's he's a, he's a talented guy. Mm. He needs to. Well, before let's, I got an idea for Artie. I've al- I've always had money making ideas for you. You just never use any of them. Uh, <laughs> this is Jim Burrows along with Pete Molina. Pete, hello there, sir. Artie Widry. Hi. Uh, hello. Uh, yeah, we already know who the hell here. you are. Uh, we are Boomers with Beverages, and we are so grateful to have you listening to our award-winning podcast. We just got the the award. Best podcast at AJ's Bar and Grill. So <laughs> yes, it's the I only love, it's podcast. Fit. Well, you know, and to, it was a crowded field. Tell them that. There's I other, did. I told them anyway. There's other podcasts that are done here. Didn't you know that? No. Yeah. Really? Play along. Okay. Uh, that's along? right. Uh, yeah, we got the uh, Wine Tasters Anonymous. Sure. Something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Sure. Masturbators uh, Anonymous. <laughs> they meet here on uh, th- Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, we just don't want to sit at their table. Uh, Art, it's sticky. Art, Art it's Baker. Sticky. Art Baker is our behind-the-scenes producer extraordinaire. We thank Art always for his work. Taylor Scott, thank you for everything you do as well. Boomerswithbeverages.com is our website. And uh, on YouTube.com, you can check out BWB TV. So, Mr. Molina, since you were talking about James Earl Widgery and his voice, his set of pipes, what Artie needs to do, and I think they still make these devices, they sell those little cubes you can sit by your bed that you can have, like you can hit, and it's uh, it plays like the Calm app, kind of sounds like Waves or this, that, or that. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. It should be programmed with 10 or 15 different personalized things that you say. So, like, it could be, good morning, Pete. Good this morning, is Artie. Pete. This is your conscience. <laughs> it is time, to, that, that pain in your groin, it is Time to urinate. <laughs> Enjoy yeah, exactly. being in peace. I was thinking I'm something. I'm not sure my conscience would take ever... me with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, sky's the limit. I remember I told I wanted you to do a calendar years ago with all yeah, your characters. Yeah, you did. You and did. and sell it at truck stops. And I, because I, I think truckers would have eaten it up. I did your an album characters. sold at truck stops. I did it with a bunch of guys. I know you uh, did. Uh, Vic Dunlop was the one who put it together, and. Um, he, it, we, it was, it was like six comics that just were, it's dirty, 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 dirty as you can be. So they, they hired me for it and didn't pay me, which is fine. <laughs> How can you be hired without being paid? I was hired, but I wasn't paid. <laughs> I was supposed to be paid, but I did not get paid. I think that was anyway. my favorite movie you did, too, the one with Patrick Swayze, Dirty, Dirty, Dirty Dancing. That was a really, <laughs> that was a really fun movie. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I, en- I enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. You had a good time with that. Yeah. So. But anyway, the uh, uh, what were we talking about? I have no idea. We were talking about the truck stop, <laughs> the and truck you were stop. selling, yeah, we, I had a, you were was, making money. It wasn't me. It wasn't, it wasn't my venture, but I was on it, and... Uh, uh, got a lot of people that hunted me down. 
I did see it. Tried I, to I find me. saw the cassette one time. I don't know if it was like a Flying J or one of the mega truck stops that are all over the country. There's a, yeah. there's a handful that are just so huge. Yeah. And I kid you not, it was right next to the one and only Ollie Joe Prater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ollie Joe was the best. Yeah. I mean, the best you, you of know, trucker humor. He sold a buttload of those cassettes for truckers. Yeah, Easily. I should say eight tracks, maybe, too. Uh, probably, yeah. Did you have eight track or just cassette? No, no. The mines were on DVD. Uh, <laughs> CD, sure CD, CD. They, they were, were on, on CD. No, they were on beta. Betamax. They were on Betamax. Hence the reason why nobody was buying them. They're like, what format is this? this I don't is... have a Betamax in my truck. So, what are, we, uh, what are we drinking for this particular podcast, Pete Molina? What do you got? Well, I got some uh, some wine from a Scout and Cellar we, uh, from our, our last show. We talked to Christina, and uh, I decided to keep with that. It's called Cafico. That's a San Giovese, and Cafico is actually an Italian term for cool. So oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's very clever. That's good stuff. Too bad you don't like wine. I just never got a taste for it. I like oh. If I do drink wine, and you're not going to like this because I know you're the total opposite, I like the, uh, it has to be sweet. Yeah. I can't do the dry, you know. A word for that. And I know that's... <laughs> Right. Well, no, because wine snobs like you and true wine snobs look down on people that probably like sweet. No, we don't look down on them. Oh yeah, you do. I know. We just we just we just just shame you. Yeah. It's pussy wine. Yeah. It's pussy wine. That's fantastic. I just want to get a buzz. Just give me my buzz. So, what kind of wine do you like then? I like good wine. <laughs> Bartles and James? <laughs> that's not wine. That's, that's a soft drink. Thunderbird? <laughs> Thunderbird. MD-2020? MD-2020, Any, Anything no. in a box. Anything? Oh, my no, God. No, okay, Anything so without a box. So no, no I, like, box I, like a dry, I like a dry a dry red wine. Yeah. I, prefer, I prefer cabs. But you know what we've really gotten into is Malbecs. I really like Malbecs. Isn't that because a car? In, in Malba, no, it's a Malbec. Wine. Malbec, M-A-L-B-E-C. So what's the, what's the difference? What's a Malbec then, flavor-wise, taste-wise? It's a type of wine. It's very much. It's well, I know very that. Much, it's very much like a cab, all right, or a Merlot. But you mean a it's Cabernet. More, yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, Cabernet Sauvignon. Well, just in case. It's very similar to like, that. But it's, know, it, like it's, got, it's got a more, how do I say it? It's got a more uh, it's more robust. flavor. It's, it's more, it's robust. more robust. robust. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank See, you. that's the thing. How long does it take you as a wine drinker? To be able to describe wine in those terms, because when I drink some, because because I'm that way with beer, you know, people that drink IPAs and different beers can put all these illustrious words to the beer to describe its whatever it is. And then as far as wine goes, when when I hear people talk about it like you and Pete do, is that just over years and years and years of drinking that you get that? Yes, it is. But you have to understand that because wine can be complicated, but it's subtle. There's so many subtleties in wine, and you've got to be able to have that palate to find them. Okay. And the only way to do that is to just year after year after year keep trying new wines, keep keep drinking the wines. Because I always thought what was interesting, Artie, because I know you you wanted to get some more information. Next time we have Christina on, we're going to talk to her about uh, being a sommelier. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize until we watched a documentary about them, and Karen, obviously, she's a, likes, her, likes wine. Uh, there's wine definitely in her family with her aunt and uncle owning a vineyard. That a sommelier, they don't drink. They just they just put it and they spit it right back out. They mm-hmm. don't drink the wine. Yeah, you ever ever had the wine that comes from the spit bucket? Oh lord, no. 
Oh, no. Neither am I. Can you have it? I know somebody has. <laughs> well, see, now, I know <laughs> That's they, disgusting. I know they do that in the, in the bar biz. At the end of the night, they have that the mat that the, all the excess. Oh, pour, yeah. And then it's they'll called, pour it. It's called butt milk. They'll That's pour what it into they call a, it. But I've seen people drink it. Oh, oh yes. my. They, on, on, on my 21st did birthday, they, lose a they bat? gave it to me. Did they lose a bat? No. I, I remember a few times when I was running the nightclub at Dick Clark's American Bandstand Grill, 3 o'clock in the morning. They're still. They're still if you are, and, and I think most of them are gone now, but if you are... At a Dick Clark's American Bandstand Grill <laughs> at 3 o'clock in the morning, you ain't getting any. You ain't so, getting any. No, so, you're not. So you're you not. might as well go for it. Yeah. And, and they would be at the bar, and the bartender would say, and I don't know what nickname they, they gave it, because it obviously had a nickname, but all the, all the excess that had poured into that rubber mat, mm-hmm. they would pick up and pour into a, a small glass, and it would usually be maybe a very tiny amount. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. But you're talking about how many different alcohols. That have mixed together over six, seven hours of pouring drinks. I was a bartender for about three years, and that's what we called it. We called it butt milk. So you called it butt milk. Butt so milk. There's probably a bunch of different nicknames Could for be, it. Could be, yeah. Sure. But I, I saw people drink it. And it's I'm, nasty. It's oh, awful. I, I can't even imagine. That's yeah. so... Look, it's like licking a urinal. So disgusting. I remember the first time I did that. Ooh, man. <laughs> Probably because you, you saw the thing say urinal cake. Yeah, you I saw thought, cake and oh, I thought, hey, hey, I'm yeah. in. I'm I in. This, this is, is delicious. Ooh, birthday. Mm, this is good. I like this. <laughs> Boomerswithbeverages.com is our website. We are the Boomers with Beverages. Pete Molina, Artie Widgery, Jim Burrows, and we appreciate you. we got listeners all over what, the U.S. What, of A. and Canada. What are you guys drinking? Already told oh, you. that's right. You're, you're doing the vino. Uh, Artie, last podcast, decided to be Mr. Adventurous, and I hope you're not doing that again because no, you had I'm a do, horrible I'm beer. A, I'm doing a, a, another, Sun, another Sun King uh, Weemack. Oh, that's a good Weemack. stuff. That's good stuff. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, so now folks that have listened to our podcast know we record in Indianapolis, Indiana, even though we're heard all over the world. And Sun King is one of our main brewing companies yeah. in the area. And they make some extraordinarily good beer. Uh, we've done their shows live at Four Day Ray. Uh, they also do a fantastic job. But we are very fortunate in this area. And I'm sure you know a lot of the cities do have this as well. But in Indy, we have quite a few uh, outstanding a lot of, breweries. A lot of breweries. Yeah. They do a fantastic job. And you go to a place like where we are right now, AJ's Bar and Grill, which is uh, Fall Creek and what's, what's 79. 79th 79. and Fall Creek. 79th and Fall Creek. It's in the Guy's big there. plaza behind the McDonald's. So once you're done doing the, the McDonald's with the tubes, <laughs> you, you can come over here. <laughs> McDonald's with the tubes? Well, they got the little play thing you can climb up. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the play You don't yeah. have too many McDonald's with that, that anymore. No. You know, sanit- no. sanitation-wise and pandemic, I think, destroyed a lot of those tube things, you know. They had an, an adult version of that one time. They they had a uh, entertainment thing on the north side of the. I, I, I went there. Do you once. remember that? I, I crawled crawled through all that stuff. They had, had adult little, adult yeah, tubes. It was, it was actually kind of fun. Like what? An adult habit trail. Yeah. See, you thought an I was adult joking. Adult habit trail. Now I did. No, Pete can tell You're you. You're serious. Now Pete I will tell, tell you, there was alcohol involved. Oh, jeez, well, <laughs> sounds fun already. <laughs> and yeah. every once in a while, somebody would go full Augustus Gloop and get their ass <laughs> stuck in it. And you had to use, like, a, I don't know what kind of suction device they would use to pop them out. A plunger. Kind of. A plunger. Well, what are you going to do, right? You can't take it apart and all of a sudden. That's my plunger. Could you just imagine the large sucking sound as that human gets sucked through the rest of the tube? And Yeah, it kind of puts a, a damper on the rest of your night. But I have to ask Pete this question, and I've been sitting on this for a while. We are, as this podcast airs, several weeks removed from the French Open. And I know, Pete, you, you've been glued to as much of it as possible, the French Open Tennis Tournament. I will tell you that there was a time I followed tennis pretty religiously based upon who was playing, and that was in the era of McEnroe, Agassi, Sampras, Courier, uh, 
the, you know, you, you name Michael the, Chang. Michael Chang. And then as far as the females go, I, I followed Gabriella Sabatini. And I also followed uh, Gabriella Sabatini. <laughs> Monica Sellis? Because, no, no, Gabriella Sabatini. Okay, oh, there you go. Because if you saw yeah, pictures Monica of Gabriella Sellis, Steffi Graf. Uh, now, Steffi Graf, fantastic. She, she was a lot of fun to watch. But Gabriella Sabatini, holy Lord. So anyway, I'll just leave it at that. And she's aged very gracefully, by the and way. They and they didn't have OnlyFans back then. Oh, my gosh. Is she on OnlyFans? No. I'm oh. just saying they didn't have it back That's then. That's a when shame. She was well, that would really have been a popular. great thing to use my Amico Multicard on. Yeah. <laughs> Amico Multicard. Well, I don't think I had a Visa. That was my first credit card I had. Was it Amico Multicard? <laughs> mine wow. Was, mine was a Texaco Star. Hey, early you know, early on for a stand-up career-wise, I mean, we probably didn't have a lot. You didn't have much plastic in your pocket, did you? I had, I had one. You had one? one? Piece of plastic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like now, you know. Visa. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But it was such a different time. You know? Yeah, it is. So it in the French Open, and I, I apologize for being so long, but, you know, tennis season still has a long way to go before it's over for 2023. You had a ball girl get hit by a ball, and the doubles team got disqualified that hit her. I don't get that I don't one either. iota. Will I you try that. to make me understand why in the hell, because they hit her, which she's – I'm assuming now this is maybe where I'm wrong. In football, officials that are on the field are considered part of the pl- part of the game. So if they get hit, which does happen, we've seen that right already in football. Yes. You know, you'll see the linemen. You'll, they'll get bowled over. They yeah. don't get out of the way. Sometimes lane. on purpose. So isn't the same for tennis? No, no. Here, here, here's the distinction. They were disqualified because they were struck uh, by a ball that was delivered by the player's racket in a fit of anger or frustration. Oh, okay. Oh, so wasn't it during the game? Correct. Ah, thank and if you. you. And okay. if you recall, a couple of years ago, Novak Djokovic was disqualified from the U.S. Open, which he probably would have won because he got angry, just slapped the ball, and it ricocheted and hit a lines person, a ball boy. Automatically, it's, it's part of the rules. Automatically disqualified. Nothing malicious. He wasn't attempting to hit that person, but it was a consequence of him just slapping him the ball his, anger. his anger. His consequence of his anger. Yeah, yeah. Well, so she didn't mean to either, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't. And, and it was because and, she was ticked and, off and, and hit it. Has nothing to do with it in in tennis. Wow. Okay. Be I get it. Out, though, see that that totally does change it. I thought it was in the yeah. game. It's now. Like, but here's here's sort of the a saving grace, and she's a, she's a she's a nice lady, a mid-level player. I forget her name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. She's still in the mixed doubles, oh, so okay. she's continuing to play. But she was not in the uh, in the regular. So how is that changing now in in 2023 when everything goes? There's 27 genders. What are mixed doubles? So you could actually have really mixed doubles. You could have like a trans person with a lesbian playing a gay man. And a cisgender man. Cisgender man. So is that really a mixed up doubles? Is that what they call that? Potentially, yes. Call it a cluster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to figure it out. You know, because in this day and age, you know, men can get pregnant, which I find fascinating. Well, they can. Well, if you recall back in the day of Renee Richard, whose original name was Richard Raskin, Mm -hmm. uh, he he attempted to uh, transition to the female tennis world and yeah didn't go had, well though didn't go well yeah he just wasn't a good tennis player yeah yeah put, put <laughs> renee richards next to gabriella sabatini you tell me what works for you yeah, yeah. oh it's i not, already know yeah. Yeah. yeah ain't gonna work so i was just curious because mixed doubles but that's good i'm glad she's still 
had that opportunity with with the, with the French Open and, and clarify that because, you know, I, I one hand I felt sorry for the little girl, but she, God, she milked it. I've seen ball people. Ball boys, ball girls get nailed, and they just—they're tough as nails. Yeah. They go on. Well, if she, it, she, like, she, yeah. she, did she get hit in the face? Or I, I, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't seen it. She was bawling. Yeah. She was bawling. Uh, and I, I don't know, but you know, if you if you get hit in the course of a, a play because of shot, I mean, those those balls are traveling 100 or 110 miles an hour on ground strokes, uh, oftentimes. Not not so much in the women's side, but on, those on are the men's some side. Fast balls. Yeah. How I mean, much? And, and, uh, 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, some Lord. not not on the women's side on ground strokes. You, um, uh, a male tennis player who rips a forehand will oftentimes get it 100 miles an hour. Serves for some of the, the top males are 125 to 130 miles an hour. Yikes! That's impressive. I mean, try, wow. try, try, try you know, imagine trying to capture that ball if you're on the other side of the net and do something with it. The, the, Tennis players are amazing athletes, and if you don't play the game, I'm not sure you 100. percent Well, but really, that's uh, where that's where tennis is like yeah. golf, because golf people look at golf like they're not athletes. I go, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are now. They might not have been in the 60s and 70s when you had guys that were, you know, looked like they had about a couple of beers before the game or before the match, and they've been drinking all. You know, they had bellies. They they had dad bods. You know, now golfers are they they work out. Yes, they are in yep, excellent shape. Well, and. T- tennis used to be that way back in the in the sixties. The the Aussies, I mean, those guys would go out and play tennis and you know world class tennis, and then they go out and drink afterwards. I mean, McEnroe really never trained. No, he was just gifted. You know, it was Yvonne Lendl who really who really promoted uh, physical training yeah. and weight training and all that sort of stuff, and that's where that really found its roots, and and the game changed. Art, did you ever play tennis? I have nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> I, don't. I just didn't I know if on, the, if on the road you ever did any fun stuff like that, or were you kind of just on hotel the, bound? No, when you the, didn't stand no up? the only thing we did was have sex. Yeah, I mean that was the only exercise I Who, got. Who's, who's we? My, me and my partner. Oh, okay. If that was right. You know her. You've met her. Okay. We're not going down any other road <laughs> other than that one. Okay. Well, that's when was that when you were doing head puppets? No, that's when act? I was. <laughs> <laughs> We, you promised never to talk about that again. Artie, Artie put Waylon Flowers to shame. <laughs> it was Artie and it wasn't no. Artie and Madam. It was Artie and Madame Hand. Madame Hand. <laughs> Thanks, Pete, for clearing that up. So uh, we no, uh, we used we used tennis in my family to get a, get a good nap in. Yeah, <laughs> we did. That's just the way it was. I remember one time one of our previous guests on the show, Dave the King Wilson. Going to his house and had a huge party going on, and he had a big 70, 60, 70 inch television set up on his driveway because it was one of the last big tournaments for Jimmy Connors. That it might have been, was it a U.S. Open where he had this like return to glory? That it was kind of like his last big go at it, and we were glued to it just to watch Jimmy Connors, this older, that the previous king of tennis. Have this last moment of glory. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Um, uh, I think that was the 1991 U.S. Open. It was a Sounds night match right. against a guy from Holland named Paul Harhus. And Horhouse? No, Harhus. Harhus. Yeah. And it was a great match. Oh, that's my favorite Dr. Seuss book. Harhus. Here's a who. And he was <laughs> Connors was 39 years old. So I mean, he's ancient. In that terms, is in, to in be tennis. almost 40. Yeah. In, in tennis, yeah. and he he you know. Connors loved the limelight. He loved the crowd. The crowd loved him because the the reason that the New York crowd loved him is he always gave it all. I mean, 
he no no down moments for him. He was out there and he was just having one of those nights and he was fist pumping the crowd and they were and this Harhus at up to a certain point was the better player, probably should have won that match, but not under those circumstances. You, you know Pete Molina already is the Donald Davidson of tennis. I mean, yeah, Pete, Pete uh, I've knows, seen that. Just he knows today. his stuff. Yeah, I love he does. It. He does. And I just thought he was due this moment because I was going to bring up French Open. Yeah. I want because I know Pete always tries to talk tennis, and we kind of always kind of cut him off. Well, know, a little bit. We but, never cut him off. We listened no, to him. And, you know, him. we may take a nap during it, but you know, <laughs> it's. Yeah, yeah. But I'll be uh, honest with you. I I cannot believe that I have never been invited to Dave Wilson's home. You were there? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, you was... never invited me to his house. Yeah. Uh, I saw the guest list, and you were on the, you were on the backup in case you were... Uh, the backup <laughs> guest? Yeah, in case somebody got bumped, like yeah. like Indy. Yeah. So just in case I got bumped out of my spot, they would have brought you in to well, you, qualify. Okay, well, here, here, I want you to think about this. Remember, you know, in, in the heyday of our comedy life? Yes. Uh, I would have made a great party guest, no matter who invited me to their party. You Big would time. be a you'd be a great party guest. You'd be a great party guest. I'm serious. I wanted to start hiring myself out to parties, and have them introduce me as someone that they had met when they were overseas. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. I was from Russia, and I lived in Belgrade for quite many years, and I don't understand the you English. You played it off well. perfectly, too. And I, would, you did, you I, would. I would not dress in garb. I'd dress in regular Russian garb. In other words, still wearing Jordash jeans. Okay. <laughs> Remember when Jordash made men's yes. jeans? Yes. They well, that's a name awful. I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, Jordash. I know. But anyway, but... It's so but, funny. But, but I'm serious. We we could literally make money doing this. It'll cost you 300 bucks. I can only stay for two hours, but I will be the life of the frickin' party. I thought there was a time that there were you could buy the you could like rent people for parties or get. That's what I'm talking about. I've but never that's heard a, like of that a legit thing. Oh, really? I've never heard of that. That's being funny done. you brought it up because I swear to God well, they, I heard they, that they made a movie about that. American Gigolo. Well, <laughs> I don't know if they're uh, gigolos, but I've never seen it. Yeah, but I wouldn't be gigoloing. Yeah, I would be jiggle-hying. Yeah, but you would play Whatever. the characters perfectly. Oh, be it would fantastic. be fun. That would be it would be a blast for me. Yeah, but, I love but I'll it. I'll be honest with you. I I could think I could make a lot of money. I think you could, but it's a little late to start now. No, no it's not. No. Would you be like Uncle So and So, who was in the home for a while, now he's out? Or I could be somebody that had been in a coma for ten years and I just came out of it. Yeah, you know, you I could. could call. The, the, the the options are endless. You totally. You know what you could do? The don't don't be mad at this, but could you could because you could pull off a lot of characters. I could also see you being the reincarnation of Divine. Like you could wear a really like John Candy in Delirious. Remember the outfit John Candy wore to cross the to dress like a female. You could wear that with the wig and the. Feathers. I really enjoyed my time with the <laughs> and uh, we're going to take a hiatus. You see the guys, <clears throat> guys are all drinking at this party, going, "Who's the ugly grandma?" <laughs> that? Oh, that's my aunt Edna. Hey, you know, I love a cocktail. Would you grab a cocktail for me? Then please? you just start hitting on all these guys. <laughs> oh, you have a nice ass. Oh, if, if you did these things, I think it's a great idea. But no, would you, you carry? around like a little tip jar? Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. You'd get enough money up front. Okay. You need to oh, pay me up front. Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. a lot of money. Because there, there could be some parties. Tip He's got to bail relatively quickly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a, I have another party to go yeah. to at 10. Just before things go south, he's got to get out of there. So, um, I didn't mention my beer. Sun, uh, I, I, I had a cream ale on the previous podcast, Yeah. and I left it 
on the table, and I came back, and it, there it a was week later. Yeah, so here it, I'm finishing it now. Amazing! I know. Is that not awesome well, or that, what? I bet it's flat. You can't. Eh, it's not too bad. I put it in the fridge. I put some. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's not the too fridge. shabby. Not too shabby. The <laughs> fridge. The fridge of beta. All right, time for a little bit of top of mind. I will okay. go. I'll go ahead and start. Yeah. Uh, for the younger generations that catch our Boomer podcast, a little wedded bliss advice. Mm. Enjoy those first few years of matrimony when you're hot and heavy for each other. Life changes. After 32 years of marriage, Karen and I are just hot and heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Artie, what do you got? She's hot, you're heavy. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the whistleblower that came out uh, talking about the military as a recovery crew for all these UFOs uh-huh. that they've downed and whatever. and. They have, they're sitting on the aliens and the crafts and coming up with new technologies and so forth. And to be perfectly honest with you, I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I used to be able to fantasize about, you know, life on other planets and other life in, in this universe. But knowing and seeing some of the pictures that the Hubble telescope has given us and how far out everything is and how far away an actual civiliz- a civilization could be from us, I find it absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd to believe that aliens are here flying over our skies and, 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 and or maybe even interacting with us. I don't know, but I don't think it's I think it's absolutely absurd because it's just too damn far. Yeah, they may have good technology. I think whatever we're seeing in these UFOs and and, and people that and, and, and the possibility of, of aliens being among us. I think it's absolutely ridiculous because yeah. it's just too far away. It's well, too far away. It, and I, I, I go back to what William Shatner said after he went up on Bezos' uh, 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 spacecraft. Spacecraft, thank you. Uh, it was interesting because he came back and he said, it's so dark. Mm-hmm. It's so depressing. It's so it's so endless. And it is. It really is endless. I mean, go to the moon and then look on the far side of the moon. You don't see anything but black. And it takes forever. You, we can't do light speed. We cannot do a light speed. We can't do it. Yeah. We just can't do it, and we need to. If we did, I mean, you're not you know, saying you're not saying that there isn't life. Out I'm there. not saying there isn't. I'm just saying they haven't gotten. But they're, here. they're not here. There's no way. But you've been to the state fair. You know, there's people walking around. <laughs> no, those people are from Trafalgar and Morgantown. <laughs> and they, some of them I look know, like I aliens. Aliens. They look like they're from other planets. I mean, well, it's just the it's just clothes they're wearing. It's their outer shell. You so, take off the outer shell, they look like you and me. So that so you so what you're saying there's a planet where they wear nothing but uh, wife beaters and Daisy Dukes. <laughs> And that's and overalls. Yes. And overalls. Yes, there is a planet out there. It's, 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 the, called, it's called uh, Junior oh, Sample okay. Land. Junior Sample Land. That's it. That's it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Junior Sample Land. It's where they sent the entire cast of Hee Haw to procreate. <laughs> I'm, uh, many, I'm many. I oh, see your God, point, though. I, I, I understand what you're it's saying. Just because too fast. It's why too would fast. they? Why would they be wasting their time on us? Well, we may be the only other civilization that they found so far. But here again, it's it's all moot as far as I'm concerned. Or or, or it could be like Men in Black, how they they treated it like well, we're the toys, we're the game, we're yeah. the we're their pawns, yeah. and, and that's what they're yeah. they're moving us around. The, yeah. the check, you know, the checker. We're just one big giant chessboard. Yeah, big experiment for them. Pete Molina, top of mind. What you got? Uh, as you all know, my uh, daughter Lizzie is in a wheelchair, and uh, I would uh, ask the people out there, under no circumstances, take a handicapped spot if you don't have the proper credentials, because I will, in fact, hunt you down. And poke your tires out. And hunt you down. It's <laughs> You're just, right. It's just I still don't get it. I, I it's don't. inconsiderate. Yeah. It's entitled. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've had situations where I will confront people, and their typical response is, I'll only be in there a little while, and I typically respond, 
Hopefully it's not too long because the police are on their way. I've already made the call. Boomerswithbeverages.com. That's our website, so please check out boomerswithbeverages.com. We are uh, doing this recording at AJ's Bar and Grill and uh, some future locations to be announced as far as where we'll be. Hopefully we will again be back at the great Indiana State this is Fair. When, uh, tonight, uh, they have a special. That's uh, Manhattan's. Beef Manhattan's are on special They look really tonight. good. I saw Oh, the, my God. Uh, they're amazing. You got to see what they do. Every every Wednesday morning, he's got like five roasts in one big pot. Roast them for about four hours. My God, they're so tender. And the gravy is and amazing. Tuesday is good. steak night? Tuesday is the filet night, yes. And Six that's what, filet, t- tell me potato. what that's all about. You get what? You get a filet. Uh, you get a bacon wrap filet. And you get a baked potato if you want it. And uh, a salad. And it's so that, how much? That's what I get. It's thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't. And this, I've had it. Three, I've, I've been here probably three or four times for that particular special, and it's remarkable. It's excellent. Excellent. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great place to be. AJ's Bar and Grill, 79th and Fall Creek Road. Uh, it's in the big plaza right behind the uh, Kroger the Plaza. Kroger Plaza. Kroger on one end, and McDonald's on the corner. Uh, you should find it, okay, even though 99% of Indianapolis is under construction <laughs> right now, unfortunately. It is absolutely yeah. true. 99.9%. All right, so we were going to talk. I had a whole other subject we were going to talk about, but because Pete brought up uh, parking in a handicap, I got to talk about this article that was on BuzzFeed. And uh, you're going to have to pardon me for, for saying the title, but it is what it is. It's people sharing universally agreed upon asshole moves that people do okay. on a daily basis. I can so name gonna, some independent, we're gonna but go, go ahead. You'll, you'll agree with most of these. Uh, the first one they had <laughs> is, is the checkout, going through with more items. You know, If it says 12 or less and you've got a full cart, that is happening pretty much on a regular basis now. Yes. Because people can't wait. Correct. And the problem there is, and you know this, they don't have enough people to work regular check lanes. Correct. That's why. Yep. Yeah. Well, and the the the, the people that work at the store aren't going to say anything because they don't want to lose a customer. That's correct. Yeah. So I'm going to. I've had this happen. I've been. I've seen it happen. I've never ever done it myself. And I'm not one of those guys that say, you know, okay, I'm not counting in a sense that, you know, you got 16 and it says 15. I don't care about that. I care about the person who has like a full basket and yes. they're trying to go through. Um, I will actually go in front of that person if I have a few items and say, excuse me, apparently you cannot read, so I'm just going to cut in front of you. Oh, you, that was you that day. Damn right it was. Uh, did you get, get rid of that lump on your head? Here's one that shows up on every list. You, you know this. Talking during a movie. It's, I think it's worse now than ever. Or being on your phone in a movie. Oh, and they, they yeah. clearly tell you to turn them off. Y- yes. But people still, they'll, they'll be looking at whatever. Yeah. You see the light. You know, right. They're not talking, but they're still on uh, whatever, Facebook, social right. media, yeah. something like that. Uh, blocking entire aisles in stores so you can just chat with somebody. Yeah, that happens all the time at Meyer. Yeah. All the time. Uh, cashiers. Um, when you go through the uh, the check lane and they, they they pretty much just ignore you, they don't even really talk to you. Do you get a lot of thank yous anymore? Like when you when you go through a check lane, do, do we do we thank them or do they thank us? Well, I thank them for yeah. their service. Uh, you know, they protected say, my uh, life. But shouldn't they be thanking us? Yeah, for, thank I, you for shopping I, I at run Kroger, into a lot of for shopping at yeah whatever. I, I run into a lot of polite people thanking me. I'm, I can't you know. I do too. Yeah. Maybe it's where you shop. This is it is it probably is when you're at a light. Now this is a good one. Uh, when you're at a light and the right lane is isn't turning because the person in front wants to go straight. Oh, in a, in a turn lane. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. They they need to be shot. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent solution, Arthur. Excellent solution. Thank you. I'm here for your taking. 
Stopping at the top of an escalator to chat with someone. This is on the list. Get there. out of my way. I'm going to fall on you. I don't you. know that I've ever experienced I've that. never experienced that either. Yeah. People just move on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, people who go shopping ignoring the fact that the store is closing in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, a pretty, pretty long list. That's a well, pretty low ball know, move. And, and, and another thing, too, is I have a, a personal policy that – if I know that at a restaurant the kitchen is closing, say at nine o'clock, whatever that num- that time is, I'm not going to go in there at eight fifty-five and order a meal because yeah. I just know they put everything away already. Yeah, and no. they're not going to be happy, and then they don't have any clean dishes yet. Waiting until you're actually at the counter or the drive-through speaker to start reading the menu—that's a good one. Well, if you if trust me, people know what's on the damn menu Thank already you, before right? they get there. So what are you doing? Yeah, well, you're not. What are you opening an IRA? I mean, what are you yeah. doing sitting in your car? I want the Mac Pounder with no sneeze, please. Well, that's, the like, that's like that's a good name for it. Mac Pounder. It's like when you go into McDonald's, and I don't I don't go inside McDonald's all that often, but I've been been inside or any fast food restaurant that's been around forever, and they're standing there looking at the menu like they've never been there yeah, before. I know. I I I was married to a woman that did that. My first wife was that way. I don't know. I've never been here. Bullshit. You've been here every day of your life. <laughs> I don't know what the after dinner. Oh, yeah. Their dinner menus are much different than the lunch menu. <laughs> Tailgating the car in front of you, even when they're going the speed limit or faster. Yeah, right. But those are usually the children, the kids those? that just got their license. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's becoming more common. Yeah. You guys, and I think this is universal to everybody that's listening to our podcast, road etiquette blows oh mainly People because don't care mainly because they don't remember the rules of the road apparently, or they don't know them apparently I'm, that's what i'm finding i'm finding people do not know the rules of the road you know what frustrates me is the when you're driving on uh you know a two-lane road going north two-lane road going south that has a cement divider or trees whatever it is and on the other side of the road the bus stops for the school bus stops mm-hmm. and on the people on my side the other side still stop even though it's a divided, it, you do not have you do not have to stop if no. it's divided. If there's Correct. a median, you don't have to stop. They still stop Correct. because they have no damn clue. But they're afraid that they're you know oh it's the little children. They're not going to dump kids off and make them cross over. Correct. Three lanes of the road. Right. You know, and they just don't stop to think about it. And uh, like you said, they just forget. Obviously, that uh, they don't know the rules of the road. Not actually uh-huh. stopping at stop signs. That, Sorry, I mean, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Uh, I, it's beer. That that's that depends. I yeah. mean, if I'm if I'm driving somewhere at six in the morning and there's no traffic yeah. and there's a and there's a stop sign somewhere, I'm probably not going to come come to a complete stop. But if it's if, if there's traffic, all the people, of yeah. course you are because yeah. you if you do not stop all the way, you have for you've given up your right to any right of way. To be honest with you, is that the rules of the road or Artie's rules? No, that's the rule of the road. I okay. mean, if, if you got to stop. I mean, if somebody if you don't stop and somebody's already there, yeah, it's your fault. And here's the other thing: mm-hmm. people that want to direct traffic. Oh yeah. Oh go. No, you gain to go. Well, if there's an accident, he's responsible because yeah. he's taking responsibility. Right, right, right. Uh, s- turn signals. Do you use them? Yes. Yeah. Every okay. day. Okay. Yeah. One, do you use them? Do you turn them on? How soon do you turn them on? If you're turning right on a road, and how far back do you put it on before you get to the where you're turning? I wait about uh, 100 feet, 200 do you, feet. Do you just leave it on all day? 
Well, I've done done that a couple of times. Denise, you know your signals on. Oh, darn. I I, I think the Indiana driver's law says 200 feet before you're supposed to turn. Really? Turn them on. I think so. 200 feet? It's it's probably up there. I know it's at least over 100, I think. Because when you're talking about the flow of traffic, 30, 40, 50 miles an hour, by the time you turn it on, you know, yeah. and get up to the to the light. And the interstate is a little different. You know, you get over as soon as you can. You know, whenever you yeah. want to. get So there's off the other pet peeve I have before we is. kind of put the wraps in this thing is merging. People don't know how to merge, and it's getting to be dangerous. When you are traveling, you are not. You should not be in that right lane. If you see merging traffic up ahead, you yeah. should get over get to the, the other lane right. and leave that leave the merge lane open. Yes. So correct. they can merge properly because sometimes. Those merge lanes don't have enough distance to get you up to speed. Because ideally, when you merge onto the highway, you should be at highway speed. But sometimes, you know, you can't just because, obviously, the traffic flow. It's insane. Truckers, God love them. This country operates, we will not operate without truckers. But there's a certain percentage of them that need to be kicked off the road. You know, just the way they drive their vehicles, which they're deadly weapons to begin with. The way they change lanes. It's like, well, you're going to get out of the way because, you know, you're a, you're a Fiat and I'm an 18-wheeler. <laughs> so who's going to win? For the you most know? part, truckers are very responsible I'd on say the road, 90, I, yeah. 95%. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. There, I'd say 95%, but there are days that I literally am on the road with that 5%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the well, 95%. And, and I think one of the biggest indicators that people don't know how to merge anymore is that in some, in some societies, population is actually decreasing. I never thought of that. That's a good point, Pete. Yeah. Well, just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Again, again, it's always good to know why we have Pete on the podcast. <laughs> Tennis and obscure observations. <laughs> oh, well, he, happy, my to, ha- happy to help out, gentlemen. Well, unfortunately, not, the, the three of us can't really do much to raise the birth rate right now. So, uh, I can try. I don't mind trying. Well, let's give a, uh, let's give a call board. to Al Pacino. Uh, Robert De Niro. They might, ha- they, they might uh, be able apparent- to help us out there. Apparently, they are still very v- viral. Viral. Is that the word? Yeah. Viral? Viral. 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 Yeah, so so good good on them, or good for them. I'm feral. You're feral? <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you. Pete, thank appreciate you. you being along for this edition of Boomers. Thank you, sir. I think it was great to be able to talk a little tennis in detail. Already Widgery? I have to pee. Well, that's nothing new. Yep, yeah. you're right. I appreciate that, man. We'll, we'll, it's on hof- my card. Hopefully you'll feel better by the next podcast. I'm sure yeah. I will. All right. Uh, one little life observance as we put the wraps on this edition of Boomers with Beverages. I was assigned male at birth and identify as a male, but according to Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, I'm a family of four. <laughs> Nicely done. Gonna leave that right there. Until next time, we are Boomers with Beverages.